So the big question is this, how are entrepreneurs like us who have blindly jumped into our calling? How do we take our idea of a business and turn it into a vehicle to help others and get paid while doing it? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Asa Woodruff and welcome to the Relations Marketing Show. Howdy everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Wherever you are, thank you for uh, joining me uh, back on the Relations Marketing Show. I thought about doing this in a video format to give somebody the option to stimulate themselves with the eyes as well. I think we're going to stick to audio uh, for the time being because right now I'm sitting at my desk and I thought, hey, I could just set up my phone and record so you can see, um, like I said, stimulate your, your vision. You can see who I am. Um, and I could also show you some things that in my immediate surroundings that relate to what I'm talking about. Um, first off, I want to start this podcast by saying thank you so much. If you're listening for tuning into this show, we're just starting out. I should know what episode this is. This might be the 10th episode. And if it is, that's very special. Maybe it's the ninth episode. I'm not sure. But regardless, I'm very thankful to just be on this, regardless of anyone's listening or not, and just putting my thoughts out there. And I'm really happy to be documenting what I'm doing here. And it's going to be especially special when I am actually serving people in the business, when I'm actually getting people results and applying everything I've learned, right? Just getting out there. And that's how you learn the most is is simply by doing. Currently, I'm reading Traffic Secrets. So I'm I'm on the, the only the second chapter, because I'm now seeing it, it, it's just too unbearable to go through the books without applying. It's too unbearable to do that, to just simply read the book. It's I cannot <laughs> any longer. So I've been going, jumping from book to book, from, from dot-com secrets to expert secrets to traffic secrets, and I'm going through the first phase of, of setting everything up. So what I've done is, is in traffic secrets, the first secret is identifying your dream customer. Second secret is find out where they're congregating. Now, this is the third book of the series, and if we go back in time to dot-com secrets when I first read that, or I could just open it up, I don't have to go back in time. And the first chapter is the secret formula, which is one chapter involving who is your dream customer, where are they congregating, um, hook them in, and give them a result, right? That is all in one chapter and Traffic Secrets goes a bit deeper and then goes into the idea of the Dream 100, right? So they all go together, but they're in different spots in completely different books. So I've been flipping in my workbook um, to the first initial part in the secret formula of dot-com secrets. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Question one, who is your dream customer? Who do you actually want to work with if you could pick your dream customers? Okay, picture those people in your mind. And then we read 
uh, John Lee Dumas's description of his dream listener. And he goes in depth what this guy looks like. Okay, I'm going to read this here um, from John Lee Dumas, his dream listener, aka dream customer. My dream listener or my avatar is Jimmy. He's 37 years old and he has a wife and two kids ages three to five. He drives himself to work every morning, every single day. It's a 25 minute commute to work. He gets to a cubicle at a job he hates for nine hours. He gets he gets done with his job, drives home, and it's a 35 commute home. He gets stuck in a little bit of traffic. He gets home and hangs out with the kids, has dinner with his family, puts the kids to bed, hangs out with his wife, and then he has a little Jimmy pity party at the end of every single night because he's sitting on the couch asking himself, why do I spend 90% of my working hours doing things that I don't enjoy doing? Commuting to a job I don't like, being at a job I don't like, commuting home, and only 10% of my waking hours doing things that I love, like spending time with my kids and my family. Okay, that's, that is a in-depth, would you agree with me? That is very in-depth description. Every single day, what is, this, what, is, what is his avatar doing? His dream customer, right? So, this is the first step, action step is identifying your dream customer. What do they look like? That is the first step. Before you create a product, before you even have a logo, before you even have any formulation of a business, this is the definite first step. Now, there's some questionable second steps, right? Which we'll get into. Because you might go down this way and you might go down this way, but this is definitely the first step, okay? So I went through today and identified my dream customers and I'd love to share them with you. So we have a man and a woman, okay? And I have pictures of each of these people as well, okay? I Googled each of their names and I'm gonna glue them in this book here. So the first uh, uh, dream customer is Danny, okay? Danny has an idea of a business. Does that sound familiar? He has an idea of a business. He is already helping people at a small scale, but wants to get his message out and help more people. Danny is focused on personal growth and values the growth he inspires in others, but he needs to grow an audience. Jamie has already started. So this is Jamie. Excuse me. I'm getting ahead of myself. Jamie is our, our, is our other dream avatar. Jamie has already started her coaching business. There is no doubt what she has to share is valuable, but people aren't flocking to give her their credit cards. Jamie is humble in her teachings and prefers to share her truths rather than the truth, making her a great teacher and capable of real change in people's lives. But she needs to grow an audience. So the important things, if we, go, if we look back at Danny, the most important thing, character trait, so we have a few things. We have what the situation Danny's in, okay? He has an idea of a business. He's helping people on a small scale. And he, he might not even realize he has a business. And at the very least, um, he just, he's somebody that people can come to and uh, he, it's second nature for him to share what he's learned. But for this dream avatar, he already has somewhat of a business. He's already he's already gone through the processes. He's bought a domain, all that stuff, right? And the, the most important character trait we identify here is Danny is focused on personal growth 
and values the growth which he inspires in others. That is the most important part, okay? Now we look at Jamie. The character trait here is that Jamie is humble in her teachings and prefers to share her truths rather than the truth. And this makes her a powerful teacher. She's not preaching the truth. She's simply sharing the things that have moved the needle in her life, which will inspire others to take action. Extremely valuable. And they kind of have these problems, right? Um, They have these ideas, but they want to get their message out to more. So we, we just created those today, dream customers. Obviously, they can be added and tweaked, but that is the main uh, framework or the main, excuse me, um, not the rough draft. It's not going to change. It's not going to deviate much from that. There might be a few things, but that is that is my dream customers, and I keep them in mind when I'm making any decision in business, okay? Next, we identify question two, where are they congregating? Where are these people? Where can I find them, and how can I grab, hook these pre-existing people, right? And bring them into my funnels, bring them into my world. Okay. So we went through and struggled to identify some first websites that these people visit. So what, what are the top websites that your dream customers already go to? Now, without, without any information besides what I've, what I have and what I've wrote down, because it, you might not know this, but most of the traits of my dream customer, um, some of them came from me, right? Most of them came from me. And at one point, I was my dream customer. I'm trying to serve the people that I used to be. So I should be able to know where they are based on where I go online, right? But here's the thing. I don't really visit a lot of websites, if I'm being honest. And I literally went through multiple um, Google accounts, multiple browser histories. And there's not very many websites outside of software that I use on a daily basis. And then like social platforms, which, which is a separate group. So websites that took me a while to identify just uh, 16, or excuse me, eight, just eight websites that they would potentially visit, right? Next, we have forums and message boards. Now, I don't think I've been on a forum, maybe two forums in my life. Like, I wouldn't know. So that's currently blank. Facebook groups. I identified seven that they could potentially be in. But to be honest, besides, there was there was some easy ones to target that I might be in or I know that they will be in. But then there was the rest, there was like mm, two or three that were kind of just guesses, right? Next are influencers. Who are the influencers they follow on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it be, right? And those are pretty easy to identify. Um, There were the first one, two, three, four came off the top of my head. Um, One, two, three, four, five, uh, I had to refresh my brain, but they make complete sense. And I know that they would be following these people. And then there was one that was kind of um, 
more or less of a of a of a guess kind of thing, right? These are all off the top of my head. These are going to be refined. These are going to be, um, these are basically going to be where I will throw my hooks to, based off of what websites they go on, who they follow, etc. Right? I'll be able to use these uh, as channels to to hook them in. Next, we have podcasts. Um, I identified these pretty quickly because let me think one, two, three, I pretty much have listened to all of these. Right. And you got to really think back to it, to, to where your dream customers at right now. And some of these podcasts, although you might be listening to them and although you may have been your dream customer, they might not be at that level yet. So there was maybe one or two, uh, that I didn't include because if they were listening to them, potentially they are already past this point, right? That, that I want to bring them from here to here to give them results. Email newsletters is the next one. I wrote down one. I couldn't really figure out what else I might be. I have ideas for this, but I haven't really wrote anything down. Blogs haven't really wrote anything down. I have some ideas, but I decided, Hey, let me just go and do the ones that I'm interacting on. So next we have YouTube channels. These were decently easy. I had to give them some thoughts because I don't know, people use YouTube for a lot of things, not just like business, right? Um, so with my dream customer, being that they value growth, uh, they're also into biohacking and improving themselves and things like that. So we include that into our um, congregations, right? Our lists of congregations. Next, we have keywords. What keywords are they searching for in Google to find information? And for the first bit, where are they congregating, right? For this question two, this whole thing we've been going over, that's it. Now, when we go to traffic secrets and we go and try to fill out this, it's a very similar thing. So we just looked at one chapter of dot-com secrets, which is, uh, secret one, um, uh, what's it called? (laughs) The secret formula. And we ask multiple questions in this, in this one chapter. So then question three is what is the bait you can use to attract them? And you just figure it out. You just simply write what, what, what would be something that would magnetize these people to you now that you know them and you know where they're congregating, what can you throw out to them that that's going to bring them in? And we can go deeper into this framework with hook story offer. Hook story offer. Hook story offer. We'll go in depth in that as well. Question four, what is the unique result that you can create for them? What unique results can you help? Can you help your dream customers achieve? So what's something unique to you, unique to your skill set? What can you leverage to bring them a unique result? for the same, to solve the same problem they've been trying to solve. Okay, maybe very generally, maybe they've been trying to make money online. And this hasn't worked, and this hasn't worked, and this hasn't worked. And you introduce them this new opportunity. What's this result that you can bring for them? That is secret one. That is the framework of the secret formula. Those four questions. And now, my my reason for telling you this is because if we look now into traffic secrets, the first chapter is the first question that was introduced in the secret formula. 
So now Traffic Secrets is breaking down the secret formula into even more in-depth frameworks. So one chapter was... I'm going to try to break this down. It might sound confusing. One chapter was, who is your dream customer? Where are they congregating? What's the bait you can use? What's the result you can give them? Traffic Secrets breaks that down into now four chapters. It was just one, but now it's four. So we go even more in depth into the first secret, which is who is your dream customer? And you try to understand um, the, the mess that you had to deal with. Because if you were your dream customer, then what's the mess that you had to deal with that is now your message to your dream customer to attract them. And we identify the the three core desires, which is wealth, health, and relationships. We go very in-depth in this in Expert Secrets, but essentially in every... When someone's buying anything, it is either within the market of wealth, money, right? You're going to make more money, you're going to feel more wealthy etc. Right? Health. So maybe weight loss, maybe getting stronger, diet, etc. Right? And then relationships, love, uh, family, whatever it be. And those go even deeper into submarkets, into niches, and that's when we identify certain niches, etc. Right? So we identify what what is the market that we are um what is the your dream customer's core desire? Right? What, so what, what is that going to look like? Is it wealth, health, or relationships? So you identify that, and then you, then you write down how your product or service is going to help them achieve that core desire. So see how this is going way more in depth rather than just who is your dream customer, and then you, go, and then you write down a paragraph. That's important because you need that first. You need that foundation, but then you go even further. And when you, when you know these things and you know your dream customer even more than they know themselves, then you know where they are. I know that sounds crazy. I know it sounds intimidating. Not actually physically where they are, but where they're congregating. And then once we know that, then we also know what bait we can give them. So this is going back to dot com secrets. This is why I've been jumping around from book to book to book because they all intertwine into one another. Okay, we go very, very in depth. And there's even more in the uh, first chapter there. And uh, then the, the whole next chapter is the dream 100, which is essentially where where they're congregating goes even further we'll talk about the dream 100 next podcast and we'll go even more in depth on that so i'm going to title that next podcast the dream 100 and just talk all about that but but today talking about just jumping around from book to book identifying the dream customer and real quick i'm gonna backtrack because this is where i'm at right I, i'm identifying where they're at youtube videos there are youtubers they're subscribed to etc right that's where we're at right now and before I got to all of that, there was one thing I had to do first. And remember when I said the first thing you have to do in any business, I identify your dream customer, right? I said that. And I meant it. The first thing in any business is to identify your dream customer. But what do you have to do before you even start the business? You have to find your voice. Okay. And this is, this is me now going into expert secrets, right? But it's all one framework. But here I am jumping around. Finding your voice, okay? Now, this is the process of becoming an expert. And we're not going to go all the way through. So this is the, the nuance that I did here. 
So this, this, this secret is called finding your voice. To become a leader or a guide, you have to grow into an actual expert. Now, we had a podcast uh, called Becoming an Expert, and we talked about this process. Now, here, here's how it sums down to kind of thing. How to become an expert. Go experiment with a ton of stuff, number one. Number two, identify things that spark your interest. Number three, engage deeply with those things. Number four, as you engage, it goes from interest to true fascination. And then you go down the path of gaining mastery. If you're fascinated in that thing, you become extremely good at it. And then number five, fascination plus mastery equals passion. And so have you ever heard somebody say, do what you're passionate about. Have you ever heard that? I hear this all the time. And I've said to these people, that's bullshit. I, why would I do something I'm passionate about if I can make money doing something that I don't really care about? Because that's, that's the belief that I had. But now I understand how to develop passion is not by already being passionate about the thing you're going to pursue but pursuing this thing that you just have interest in. Now, passion and interest is very different. This interest, it, it's like a spark. And then once you go down into it, eventually you become extremely fascinated, true fascination. And then you gain mastery. And fascination plus mastery equals that passion that everybody talks about. You're not going to be passionate about just like extremely passionate about this thing that you're getting into. Yet people wait for the spark of passion. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I'm passionate about. That passion is not going to develop. So we need to get that out of our heads. And that's what I've done. That's why I had the belief of why would I do something I'm passionate about if I can just make money, right? Now that's kind of baseline. That's kind of surface level potentially. But now that I know passion is not developed until I have extreme fascination, until I master that, that passion won't exist. It, 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 it won't be there. So the first step, and I'm not talking about becoming an expert today, but I'm talking about the first bits there. So what I had to do is really write this stuff out for me. I had to write this out. I had to say, okay, what am... So I've experimented with a bunch of stuff. I've gone down uh, e-commerce, drop shipping, right? I've gone down uh, Facebook ads. Um, what else? <laughs> Even like, th those are the two main things, but a lot of different agency um, services, content strategy, video editing, um, just just in general content creation, a bunch of different things. And I've experimented with a lot of stuff. And that's just ju that's just within the past maybe five, six months. The things that I listed. So I've experimented. And step two says to identify things that spark your interest. And now I have. And now I'm extremely fascinated in the processes of funnels. Sales funnels online with landing pages, with upsells, with downsells, with uh, cross-sells, and all that stuff. Order form bumps, all that stuff. With the funnel process of email follow-ups. 
this is what's fascinated fascinated me. Okay, so I, I'm I'm writing this down, and it, it's really important for me. I think I did this last night actually to have this all tangible and written out. So the first step of finding your voice, there's a growth phase, and then there's a contribution phase to becoming an expert. I only focused on the growth phase. So I'm going to briefly layer this out. Imagine this picture in your head. So you go from a dreamer, which we're going to we're going to talk about to a reporter. And that's the growth phase. That's it. Those two things growing, growing, growing. And that's where I'm at. So that's all I'm focusing on today. And then there's a contribution phase, which is once you get past these two points, and you've grown, then you become a framework creator, and then you serve those frameworks to others. So now you're a servant, and you're seeing if these things work, and then you tweak and you do and you do. And once you know they work and you get results, then you become the expert and guide. That is the process. That's it. So I had to identify these things as a dreamer. What do you love to think about or do? Okay, so I wrote that down. What do I love to think about or learn? And I wrote down everything. I wrote down sentences. I wrote down thoughts. I wrote down everything I love, lists, whatever. Next, what could I spend all day doing without feeling like it was work in quotation marks? And I told everything. I set everything down that I could think of at the time. Next, what talents and unique abilities do you have? So I wrote all that down. And I really had this one was tough because I really had to think normally what you what is your talent or superpower or unique ability seems second nature to you. So you have to really break it down. Like what did I used to not be able to do? And what do people find fascinating? Or what do they struggle with that comes second nature to me? That's what you have to identify. Next, what comes so naturally to you that others come to you for advice on, for, on the subject? So that's the next thing. I wrote that down. What do you feel called to share with the world? Now, this is, I see this as like your, your actual message. So although you might be selling something, selling a product or service, if you're, if you're a coach or consultant, you can sell that message. And that's part of your, uh, that's part of your business, right? But, and then there's other, other things. If you're selling like a physical product or something like that, it's not going to, you're not selling this message, but you are, you're selling a product, but the message is behind it. That's the thing you're called to share, right? So I wrote that down. In what areas of your life have you had a huge transformation? And I wrote everything down. Okay. And then look over all of your answers and choose the one thing that you want to be the expert in and guide others to find results. So although if we go all the way back to the beginning of this episode, so the first thing is identifying your dream customer. But how are you going to know who you want to serve if you don't know what you're doing? So this is where this is where I look at expert secrets. And I say this is a fantastic book. It's about becoming the expert first. It's about to use this and identify your message and, and share your message, right? The, the, the steps of identifying your message first is the first step, which is which is this this bit that I talked about this growth phase, right? So I wrote this down. And I wrote down what do I want to do? Okay, I have this whole list of everything. And I have this message that I want to share to the world. The biggest thing I feel is, is I want to share what God has done for me, how he has a thousand x my life, objectively, I want to share this. Because I believe in a message similar to Russell Brunson's, which is 
I believe entrepreneurs are the only people who can actually change the world. Different breed of human being that has to be bred over years and years and years and years. But the thing about entrepreneurs is they look at ROI, they look at objectivity, they look at these different things, you know, how, how is this valuable for me kind of thing. Not that they're always transactional or even narcissistic, but if I can share this message to this large group of people, how would I do it? And it would be this objectivity of God's grace. That's what I want to share with the world. Subscribe to the teachings of the Lord and infinite prosperity is at hand. Okay. Now, this is important that I share my truths and not the truth once again. Although I know it to be true, there is a there is a disconnect, there is a different perspective that these that that people have, right? So if I just share the truth, no one's gonna listen to me. No one's gonna listen to me preach, right? So that's that that this is the this is the message that I'm called to share with the world. I've been called to do this. That's my that's my thing, right? That's what I want to do. But I, I, I said, I believe God will be with me and the people I touch will be shown God's glory. So although potentially I share this objectivity, how, how has God do, done so well for me? I think the first step, if I want to touch these people's lives, if I want to touch the lives of entrepreneurs, I have to serve them in a way that's going to help them. And I also have to be objective in the results that I've been given, right? So I'm on this fantastic journey that I it's very unique to me and God's graced my life with. So if we look at the last question, look over all your answers and choose the one thing that you want to be an expert in and guide others to find. I want I want to share the objectivity of God's great greatness. But I, I'm going I'm going to do this in the vehicle of guiding people in the process of funnels to grow their business and get their message out to others. That's what I want to do for people. That's how I want to serve other people. That's how I want to serve them. These specific, these specific type of people, these entrepreneurs. That's how I'm going to serve them. And throughout my message will be there. God will grace their lives through, through this, this vehicle that I'm pursuing. They're connected with one another. And perhaps in the future, after becoming an expert, truly, because I'm not one, right? I'm not, I'm not even guiding people in the process of funnels to grow their business. I'm not at that stage yet because I'm not an expert. But potentially in the future, after gaining this expert status, I will share that all of it's been from God, truly. truly. When I shared my natural abilities and talents, these are all from God. They've been planted in me early. And they've grown. They've implanted in me late. And they've grown. But it's all from God. So I had to identify the dreamer, the dreamer phase, right? What is it that I love to do? I might not have a passion for something, but I do have a fascination. Okay, and, I, and I'm going to write this down so I have it there. And now it's enunciated and now I can use this to grow and serve people. And then that first step is that dream customer, right? That's all I'm going to share today, everybody. Talked a bit about the um, becoming an expert and just 
specifically that first part, the dreamer stage. There's a each each chapter is a framework in all of these books, but do you see how the dreamer phase is one part of six in one framework? And each of these six pieces has its own framework. It's insane the value in these books and i'm so glad i've been exposed to them and just sharing the process so i went through um and to to make this hit what i've done is simply identified this dreamer phase and what i'm going to do and create a solid plan for for my message right and the next thing I did was identify my dream customer. What do they look like? What pain are they in? What, what pain are they running away from? What desire are they running towards? What things make them special? And, and, and why do I want to work with these people? Why would I? And why wouldn't I? And really getting just getting this all dialed in. So I have this uh, amazing foundation of my business making it all that much easier when I start doing the methods of driving traffic and this and this and this, right? It's going to put me levels ahead of anybody else who doesn't have these things. So thank you guys for listening to the Relations Marketing Show, simply sharing what I've been doing to essentially create somewhat of a business plan in my business. We talked about the value ladder in a previous episode. That is essentially going to be your business plan of ascending somebody up your uh, services or your products and serve them in the, the best way you can, right? This is this today was a part of the business plan identifying who I'm serving. I want to be a customer-centric company, not a product-centric company. Why would I focus on building an amazing product when I don't even know that people are going to like it. Let me focus on the customer and their needs and build a product based off of their needs. True serving. This is the year of serving for me. And it's amazing. Once again, thank you guys so much for watching. This is probably the longest episode, maybe the second longest, but I don't even know what's going to be called. We delved into a lot here in this episode. Um, and I just want to, yeah, once again, I started this episode saying thank you to everybody watching or listening, listening. There's no, there's no video, but, um, I'm really, I'm truly grateful to just be here expressing my thoughts on this and eventually go ahead and, and listen back when we're at a different stage in life and listen back to these, to these, um, recordings and, uh, it's going to be very special. So thank you guys for being part of this and I will catch you in the next one.